This program is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. Today's program is pre-recorded. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account with convenient locations throughout our city of brotherly love. Also online at pfcu.com with free online and mobile banking. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. Free speech lives here. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, WPHT HD, WOGL HD3, Philadelphia. A radio.com station. Now, from the Malamut and Associates Law Studios, it's good news in real estate. If you're a homeowner, if you're selling a home, or perhaps purchasing a home or vacation property, welcome to our home. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Your hosts for the next radio hour, the mortgage mom, Deanne Kitsaris, along with real estate veteran and owner-operator of the Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, Mark Cumberland. Your real estate education starts right now. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. All right, good morning. Get ready to laugh and learn here on Good News in Real Estate on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. I'm Mark Cumberland, along with my co-host, the mortgage mom, Deanne Katsaris. How are you, Deanne? I'm doing great, Mark. How are you? I'm very good. Very good, I am. We're very excited here to be talking to you every week on 1210, every Sunday at 9 a.m. If you want to ask us a question about residential, commercial, mortgages, whatever, give us a call. My number is 267-266-5501. What's your number, Deanne? My number is 609-605-7153. And we are the show in Philadelphia to keep you informed on real estate. And so if we can help in any way, let us know. And you can listen to this show and past shows at our webpage, goodnewsandrealestate.com, and also at WPHT. Hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. So where are we at, Deanne? Mark, coming up on today's show, we have our market report. Yes. We have our business tips with Asking Dr. A, and he's going to continue to go over dealing with stress during the COVID shutdown part two. I had two. some of that since last Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> we also have Mark's funny story. Got one for you. We also have our mortgage mom topic. Which is what? Mark, I feel it's really important to go over this whole refinance, refinancing in this market. A um, lot of changes coming up, which are phenomenal. So we also have our changes. I mean, our changes. We also have our questions. Right. Can a realtor list a new HVAC system when it is not a true fact? <laughs> the next question is, if the inspection period for a home sale is 15 days from 11 20 is it 15 business days or 15 calendar days? Good question. The next question is, I live in California and I'll be selling our home this coming May in 2021. And I'm wondering if I should install solar panels as a selling point. Hmm. Last question is, is the renter responsible for sewage bill if I lease, if the lease agreement only says water bill? Good questions. And Mark, today our topic of the day is how to grow the housing supply in 2021. And we need that. We definitely need that. We are honored today to have our guest segment with Anna Green. She is the broker owner of Relink Real Estate and someone that is going to share the market and her advice on what we should do in this market. Very good. 
But first, give us your motivational quote. So the motivational quote is, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is today. So you plant the stuff, it grows, and then you'll have the next generation will have one. (laughs) So it's never too late to get started. So where are we at? Mark, we are up to the market report. The market report, and there is the bell. And there's no place like home. The nature of the crisis this year has emphasized that fact, since we've all been stuck in the house since for nine months, almost <laughs> 10 months now, right? Even though we love our family members, we all need our space. We expect the housing demand and housing market to remain quite strong in 2021. For those fortunate enough to work in the industries that are currently shielded from job loss, unemployment actually is down to 7%. So the media is don't talk about it too much, but that's good news. Mortgage rates are at record lows. Many households will realize they need more or different housing. That was the case in the beginning of this since March 16th, I think it was. That is why with robust demand for refinancing, like you just mentioned, home purchases through the end of the year, they forecast forecast tons of originations to close out in 2020, more than $3.2 trillion. The most That's right. Two, it's trillion. It's with yeah, a T. trillion. The most since 2003, which was 3.8. 2020 has been one of the most challenging years in the history of our country. However... The real estate industry should be proud at how rapidly participants move to ensure home sales transactions, refinancings that all could take place safely with minimal disruptions. Our market has been the one very bright spot in the whole economy recovery. Millions of homeowners have saved money through refinancing, mortgage services have helped over 5 million homeowners. and. We've been like the thing that's been keeping the economy running. And the forbearance thing, I I read an article this week on the forbearances, and that's dropped drastically. A lot of people are out of forbearance. And they're actually talking about extending that to into late 2021. But it didn't it's not the doom and gloom that a lot of the experts predicted. So in the bottom line, home sales are booming. Inventory is an issue, which I'm going to talk about a little bit today, but the market's in great shape. It is in great shape, Mark. Speaking of great shape. Yeah, tell us about the rates. The rates, and it's funny because you and I didn't really go over my topic, so it's it's kind of fit with the market report. But your 30-year fixed, 2.625% to 2.75%, again, depending on what your credit score is. 15-year, 2.625, your 30-year FHA. 2.75%, 2.75%, not even necessary to go into the 5-1 arm. I don't even recommend it no. at all. No. But the, the rates, rates are, are great, great, and I'm going to go over all of the savings that's available when we do um, my section on the refinance. Very good. So, that, so bottom line, real estate's booming. It's a great time to buy, great time to sell. These agents should talk to their databases. So anyway, we'll get into that. So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All positive, all the time. We'll be right back. On behalf of the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, we hope you're enjoying Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland. The Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Deanne and Mark will have more after the break and this message from Debt-Free Living. Learn more at wehatedebt.com. 
All right, welcome back to Good News and Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD, all positive, all the time. So where are we at, Dan? Mark, we are up to your funny story. All right, so I got one for you. So this real estate agent and this pimp are having drinks at a hotel bar in Center City. And this real estate agent says, man, I had a great day. I made $50,000 today, the real estate agent proclaims. And the pip says, how the hell did you make so much money in a single day? He goes, well, I had this couple who had to have their house sold today due to an emergency, and I sold it for them today. He goes, so the pimp says, well, so what cut did you take? He goes, I charged them 10% to get that job done. Agent said real proud with a smile. And the pimp goes, that's not very honest. At least with my clients, they know they're getting screwed. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That was a good one. We'll let you slide with that one today. All right. (laughs) (laughs) If you have a funny story you'd like to hear on our show, send it to 8029 at Comcast.net or give us a call at 267-266-5501. And now it is time for the Mortgage Mom segment with Deanne Katsaris from Green Tree Mortgage. And the topic today is refinancing in this market. Yeah, it's, Mark, it's been insane. And I just feel between the phone ringing and and a lot of our listeners calling, um, asking so many different questions that is, is this the right time to refinance? And my answer is yes. The rates are at an all-time low. We're right at the holidays which is the perfect time to refinance. So we have a couple people that are refinancing right now. It's the month of December. We're going to close them in the month of December, which means they're not making a mortgage payment in December. They're not making a mortgage payment in January. Their first mortgage payment is going to be February 1st. It's a lot more shopping money there. That's a lot more shopping. And there's not, there is no criteria that they actually have to buy me a gift for having that happen. (laughs) <laughs> so it's a win-win. But there's a couple different types of refinances that are taking place. Right now, especially with the loan limits going up in January for FHA and also for Fannie Freddie, that's going to play a big part in some some people that still have jumbo loans may now be able to convert them to a regular 30-year conventional. But taking cash out, if you're taking cash out right now, which means you're leaving at least 20% equity in the property. Okay, I'm right. sorry. We're leaving at least 80% of equity in the property. Right. You, We can pay off those high interest credit cards. Um, we can pay off those, what we call a HELOC, which is um, a line of credit on the home. That's considered a cash out. With a credit score of a six, I'm sorry, a 720 or higher, we're going to be at a 2.875 rate, Damn. which is so much lower than the credit cards. So you're starting the new year already being able to accomplish half your goals, which yeah. a lot of people when January comes, I want to pay off my credit cards. I want to lower my monthly payments. And this takes care of that. A lot of times if people have had their have lived in their home for at least three or more years, and there's enough equity in the property, we don't even need to have an appraisal done. So we can get what's called an appraisal waiver. That means no one has to come into the house and and go room to room and take measurements and take pictures. That's all waived. And it saves money too. It saves money, it saves time, and with COVID going on, it, it keeps everybody just a little bit safer. The other point of this is the streamline refinance. Now. 
Streamline refinance, remember, is only when you have an FHA loan. So right. you're going to go from an FHA loan to an FHA loan. And people are asking, well, is there any out-of-pocket expense? No. Is there an appraisal that needs to be done? No. Do I need to give you all of those documents that I had to do when I first purchased? No. Am I going to need a DNA sample? No. The only thing that we need to get is your most, and I'm kidding on the DNA sample. <laughs> <laughs> all we need to get is your most recent mortgage statement, a copy of a utility bill that shows that you're actually still living in that house and not using as an investment. And within 30 days, we can lower your payment, save a ton of interest, and get all that credit card debt paid off as well. I mean, it, I would, I'm dying to do this. I know you are. <laughs> I know you are. I mean, it's such a, a great deal. I mean, people with some of these credit cards at 25% interest rates, you get rid of that kind of stuff. You know, some of these cards, you could be making that right, that minimum monthly payment forever. With the, oh, with, with that, those. you will be making that monthly payment because nobody, everybody constantly will reuse the credit card if they pay it down a little bit, especially around the holidays. And, and the great thing, there's probably five people this month that we're taking them from an interest rate of 4.75% down to 2.625%. And saving them anywhere from three hundred to six hundred dollars a month. Yeah, that's a big savings. That's a huge savings. That's a car payment. That's retirement money. I mean, it it's amazing. Yeah, I mean, if you start banking that every month, you're putting money away, a lot of money away. That's another purchase. It that's is. a purchase on an investment property, without a doubt. Yeah, no doubt. So that was, it's, that was a good topic. It's a great topic, and I can't. You know, and even if you're not sure, it doesn't cost anything to find out. Send me your most me recent mortgage statement. Give me a call. We'll analyze it. I'll let you know if it's a win-win. Give me a call at 609-605-7153. Yeah, there's nothing, you have nothing to lose to look into that. Nothing to lose. Absolutely. All right, so we're up to the question. So what's the first question? The first question is, Mark, can a realtor list new HVAC system when it's not a true fact? No. I mean, these realtors are supposed to live by a code of ethics, and doing something like that is so stupid because these people are going to show up, and they're going to look at this HVAC system, and they're going to know it's not brand new, and you're going to start out with everybody mad out of the gate. Why do something stupid like that? If I was the seller, I would be like, why did you list my HVA system as new? It's not new. I mean, that's like stupid. The answer is no. The answer don't is do, no. <laughs> don't do stupid stuff. Really? What's the next one? The next question is, if the inspection period for a home sale is 15 days from 123.20, is yeah. it 15 business days or 15 calendar days calendar days because you don't take out weekends like on some other technicality deals or whatever it's 15 days including the day that it was written so you and you got to watch that calendar because if you don't get your stuff done within 15 and that 15 days that that's that's why I always do at least 15, 20 days. Some agents do 10 days. But you in that 15 days, you got to order the inspection. And these guys are out there. They're busy. 
So the buyer has to be there. The seller's got to be there to open the house up or at least give them the lockbox thing. So everybody's got to get this in the calendar. The inspection has to be done, uh, put together, getting back to the buyer. The buyer goes over it and gets it to the seller all within that time frame. So that's why when agents do like 10 days or I've seen some crazy agents do that they want to do it in five days. I'm like, why stress everybody out? Like 15 days, but it's 15 calendar days, not you don't take out weekends. What's the next one? The next question is, I live in California, and I will be selling our home this coming May in 20 of 21. I'm wondering <laughs> if I should install solar panels as a selling point. I wouldn't do anything. I'd just get out of California ASAP. <laughs> I mean, and, and secondly, solar panels, you got to be real careful with those deals. Uh because if, you know, I remember you had one near your house where they had it, but they had some kind of $1,000 a month lease. Right, so and that's that's a great point because that $1,000 a month lease or whatever that monthly payment is for those solar panels, that has to be included in their debt-to-income ratio. Yeah, and that's a monthly payment. So It's like a monthly if payment. If the mortgage was 1000 now it's 2000 Right. Now, I just got approached. Pico just came knocking on my door the other night with some deal that they say i don't have to i won't have a monthly payment they're going to get back to me but you got to be careful with solar panels because you could get tied into a lease deal that you weren't expecting but my roof apparently is perfect because the convent is like i got this hundred foot long roof that's in the <laughs> sun on one side all day long the guy told me you'll probably be selling electric back to the pico right but but you got to still be careful with the details of those deals. What's the next one? Well, we can do a cash out refinance on your house, pay for the solar panels up front, and then you can sell them the energy back to Pico. And we'll call your friend, Mr. Devlin. Let's get I'm going to see him over the holidays. I definitely will. All right. <laughs> Question number four. Renter responsible for sewage bill if a lease agreement says only the water bill. So this has got to be in the counties where or something where they don't keep it separate. So everything is always dependent on that lease agreement. So renters responsible for the sewage bill, even though it's oh the, it only says water. If it's in some townships, that's two separate bills. Right now in Philly, it's included all in one bill. But this is a according to townships and counties and everything else. So if it, if it's in the lease, you, people get all excited when they're renting these apartments and can't wait to sign and get the damn keys and they don't read this whole thing. That's why I think everybody should have legal shield and you, you send over the lease to them before you go signing it. And then some lawyer points out to you, you know you're going to be paying a sewage bill monthly. So, you know, you got to read these leases carefully. Well, when, Mark, when people write up the lease, I mean, generally, I mean, there's all different types of leases. So you yeah. can exclude the water bill, you can exclude the electric, you can exclude it, or you can include everything. So it, right. each separate, each lease is different, correct? That's right. It's up to the lessor, the person that's leasing you the property, how they, some of them want you to pay the taxes too. I right. mean, it, it's a, that's a triple net lease. It's according to how they don't want to hear nothing. They just want you to take care of everything and send me a check. <laughs> right. And you also have to be careful 
whether or not, let's say you have a, a year lease and you want to get out in three months, you have to know what the terms are of getting out of that lease. And a lot of people don't understand that they really should have that lease looked at by an attorney so yeah. that they know exactly what they're responsible for and not responsible for. That's like people buy cars and, right. or lease a car. Yeah, those agreements are long as hell. Yeah, I know. Hardly, hardly anybody. I the truck one. I don't think I've ever read my whole. And lease the print's on my too truck. small. Yeah, and then and on purpose. Right, right. <laughs> All right. Well, those were great questions. Those were great questions. Um, right. And coming up next is our guest segment with Anna Green. She is the broker owner of Relink Real Estate Company, and she's also a licensed real estate instructor. Yep. Very good instructor, too, I must say. So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All positive all the time. We'll be right back. Deanne and Mark are halfway through this week's edition of Good News in Real Estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. When the show returns, more real estate news from around the Delaware Valley. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, all positive, all the time. So where are we at, Deanne? Mark, we are up to our guest segment today, and we are fortunate enough to have Anna Green. She is the broker and owner of Relink Real Estate Company, as well as one of the top real estate instructors. Yeah, she's a really great instructor. And I she's here say. to talk about how the pandemic is affecting independent brokers. Hi, Anna. How are you? I'm good, Mark. How are you doing? Very good. Very good. Welcome, so, Anna. Very good. We're glad it's to always ha- sunny in Philadelphia, right? Yeah, it's always <laughs> sunny in Philadelphia. So uh, tell us your thoughts. So I, how's your company going? I know you're recruiting a lot and you're growing. So how is this whole thing, uh, How how is the market with you? Well, market's busy. Agents are busy. The challenge is, is the governor's uh, requirements on the agents, right? We can't have uh, open houses. We have to limit it, the number of people that come in through, right? So there's a lot of challenges for me as an independent broker. You know, I have concerns with eight, the consumers and the clients, right? Because they're used to normal settlement tables. Like, you know, you yeah. come, everybody sits around the table, we talk, we have conversations, sellers leave with their nice big fat proceed check. That isn't happening these days, right? Most title companies only want the essential people, the buyer and the closing agent to be there. So we have sellers that aren't even coming, they're having proceeds overnighted to them are wired to their banks so it's a little bit challenging that way people get upset when they find out that they're not getting their check right yep it's understandable and they're not getting to meet their favorite mortgage person either yeah and that's got to be frustrating too right i mean you have the i mean fortunately closers there's a lot of good closing agents with title companies they can do it well but Again, they're taking the risk, explaining the mortgage docs instead of the lender being there. You Correct. know, as an agent, I prefer to have the lender there. And Deanne's an excellent lender. She actually attends her closings, one permitted. Under normal conditions, sure. she does these conditions, right? Yeah. The other thing we have are agents, right? Agents like being there. They want to be there because they want to feel like, aha, I finally got my job done. Everybody's going to be excited. I caused all this to happen. <laughs> And then their broker wants them to be there, so they bring their checks back. <laughs> so yeah. There's a lot of stuff that's challenging. 
and, 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 and you know, with all that going on, the uh, real estate's booming. Like that. It is booming. I mean, I just checked uh, local areas before I came on with you. In Philadelphia, there's just under 4,100 homes available. <laughs> Bucks County, there's only 668 homes available. And in Montgomery County, there's 1,073 homes available as of about 20 minutes ago. <laughs> and that's, and Bucks County, only over just over 600 total actives. Yeah, six sixty-eight. That's all there is. Yeah, and the sellers. I went still, out last night. Go ahead. In uh, Philadelphia, one nine one one five. There is no active listings right now in that zip code. In one nine one one five, no active. Yep. No active listings in that zip code as of last night. Maybe one came up today. I'll be put one up by the end of the week. But yeah, no active listings. It's just insane. They come on, they leave. Yeah, because they're being snapped up. My neighbor up. went on the market. She was gone in a matter of days. Yep. And you, li- when you list that one in one one nine one one five, that's going. To, you're going to have nine showings the next day. Yeah, and it's a, it's going to be an estate sale, so it needs some TLC. So we're pricing it at about twenty grand under market value. Yeah, that's going to go but right it's away. It's not going to be on the market long. No. But and, but with all that, and I mentioned it in the market report today. With all these challenges, real estate is driving the economy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like uh, if only the media would talk more about a little more detail, like we're talking about right now. There's a lot of people that would put their ass on the market because they're going to get top dollar or above. Yeah, over, yeah, over asking. It's ridiculous. But the challenge to that is, though, Mark, is the appraisal. Yeah. You know, then that's a whole other challenge, right? We just got an appraisal back today. It's $4,800 under value, under what they offered. That's ridiculous, so $4,800. bidding crazy to win the bid, right? Everybody wants to win the bid, win the bid. We got to win because, you know, they probably put 17 offers in already and they keep missing. Now, all of a sudden, they get something, and they're willing to give them anything they want. We have peop- we have agents that are actually doing where they're waiving all the inspections. That's not good either. It's not, not good. It is definitely not good for the buyers. I, rem- I remember that back in 2003 and stuff. There's no home inspection. That was a, a, a thing to get a seller to say, okay. You know. Yeah, well, back then, I mean, I was in the market in 04. I mean, I got licensed in 03, so 04 and 05 when property sold, the only thing you needed was a heartbeat, you know? (laughs) I mean, they sold fast then, but I think this market is even worse. It is. I mean, okay, so they aren't doing, back then they were giving you 115, 120% financing, right? They're not doing that today. No. And the problem... the, pro- yeah, the problem is too, you know, when they go over that bid, let's say they go twenty, thirty thousand over that asking price, and then they're shocked that it doesn't appraise, and now the seller doesn't want to sell it because it's not thirty thousand over the price, right? Which right, it never was. No, that's right. And as yeah. a listing agent, it's foolish. Like if you should do serious comparative market analysis, so you know maybe you can get an extra 10 grand or something because but 4800 hours to me is ridiculous because you know that's a half a bath in reality like he couldn't find a reason to give 4800 hours more 
I mean, that's ridiculous. Well, you don't oh, yeah. know, Mark. Maybe he, maybe that was already an accelerated price. Yeah, you don't really know. I mean, we had another uh, where the house, the house is under contract for four fifty. The first appraisal was done. It came in at four fifty two. The appraiser had to go out like a mile, a little over a mile, to get a comps for right. this property. The underwriter didn't like it, so they reissued a field inspection, and the field inspect the appraiser came back with four hundred. So now we're fifty thousand dollars off. That's ridiculous. Uh. Like, how do you saw, and who gets yelled at? The real estate agent gets yelled at. Yeah. But right, because we're the ones in front of their face. Yeah. The mortgage company the gets yelled at, too, because they think the appraiser's yeah. not doing their job. Yeah. yeah. But the other side of that so, coin know, is, the other side of that yeah. coin, I, I always talk to, like, some of these appraisers get nervous, especially if they do a lot of FHA loans, and they get ordered it, and FHA has a problem with them, and then they are, they're off the list. But if you have... Ten hundred thousand dollar houses to make it simple. If they keep coming in at a hundred thousand, nothing appreciates. So eventually, somebody's got to say the one ten, the one. How do you get to one twenty? If you know you're not seeing taking appreciation into consideration, but forty eight hundred dollars. There's a an appraiser. You don't really have the inventory out there, Mark. I mean, if it comes on the market, it's gone. Yeah, I know. And once the appraiser, when he does the appraisal, he has to stick to that time frame. Once it's done, so if it was done on this, you know, November 10th, and more houses came up to support it later on in the month, they can't go back and use them. No. But, you know, it it is what it is. They They can look at actives. If they have to, and they can go back, and they can go three miles away. I mean, that's why I every time I sell one, I reach out to the appraiser, and I want to know when he's going, and I send him, I send him comparatives, so he don't miss something or she don't miss something. Yeah, well, you're really not allowed to do that these days, right? No, you're allowed to do that. That's not against the law. Agents, a lot of agents cross their fingers and just hope it works out. I don't do that stuff. I get a hold of the, I make some way the appraiser has to get call me for some, I make it yeah. some reason they got to go through me and I have my cops ready and I give them to them. And then I tell them, listen, if there's a problem before you go submitting, call me back. And, yeah. and I, I'm not going to submit a $450,000 offer and then cross my fingers and hope it works out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, yeah. You have to do reasonable things. Yeah. Cause and if you don't you know, ask, I mean, if, you, have- you know. Yeah, I know. If you don't ask the, the answers, answers no, right. right? We know that. Exactly. <laughs> so you do have all that challenging, right? So you have that. But as an independent broker, you also have, and I'm sure other brokers, the franchise brokers, agent retention. You know, how do you keep your agents engaged in the office with having a bunch of Zoom meetings? I mean, God, now people are having Zoom Christmas parties. It's just not me. I'm too much of a people kind of person. I like being in front of people. Right. I like being able to do that. So that's a challenge as well for me in the industry right now. In time. And our, Keeping our, my agents engaged. Our topic with Dr. Ray today is part two of, you know, uh, stress with this COVID. And everybody's being stuck in, his, in the house together for 10 months. No? Yeah. Imagine if you had like... Very uh, challenging. Imagine if you had a house with like uh, 10 kids. <laughs> Well, yeah. All right, Anna. So, so you know, that's just, you know. that was really good. Tell everybody how to get a hold of you and your company. 
Uh, okay. Well, if you want to uh, contact me directly, my number is 267-243-5176. If you're an agent and you're looking to work with an independent brokerage, uh, give me a holler. Our company is Relink Real Estate Group. We are licensed in PA and New Jersey, and our main office is located in Bucks County, just off the street and Buck Road. And you're also... Thanks for having me on the show, guys. It was nice talking to you, Deanne. It was Mark. great. Thanks, Anna. And Anna's like a the really old days. great... Real gate, yeah. Real good real instructor works for a pretty good real estate school too. Yes, I do like doing that. It's very good. It keeps me on my toes with the real estate industry. All right, very good. All right, thanks, Anna. Thanks, Anna. You're welcome. All right. So that was great talking to her. Yep, that was great. And coming up next, Mark is our topic of the day, and it's how to grow housing supply in 2021. All right, very good. So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, all positive all the time. We will be right back. Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland is proudly being provided by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Deanne and Mark will have more in a moment, but first, a message from one of our home team partners, Green Tree Mortgage. How much do you qualify for? Ask Deanne now at mortgagemom.net. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, all positive, all the time. So that was great talking to Anna Green. So where are we uh, at, Mark, Deanna? that was like the old days, remember? When yep. the three of us were on the show together? Yeah, that's right, man. That's a two, two against one. <laughs> <laughs> it was that great. Was, that was 11 years ago. Oh, my God. God. All right, so where are we at? So we're up to our topic of the day, and it's how to grow the housing supply in right. 2021. Now, I'm going to do this in two parts because I got a lot of info, and okay. this is very important. So, and this is one of the big things. And Anna just talked about it. How about not one house for sale in one nine one one five? That's insane. That's crazy, and it's only six hundred and some houses in all of Bucks County are active. That's why, Whew. you know, how many pre-approved buyers you got right now? Ninety-seven. Holy moly! <laughs> It's and like 10 more today. It's just wow. insane. Yeah. It's crazy. The media's got to start talking about our market and these agents got to start calling our databases. So anyway, let's get into this. So how to grow this market. The U.S. housing market was the single best performing economic sector during this COVID-19 thing all since March 16th. Due to the solid demand for the homes, like we talked about in the market report, the monthly supply, though, for new homes is currently... And this is nationwide at three months. A normal market is six months. And because builders like to see this supply below 6.5 months, they have confidence and they continue the building. If the supply goes over six months, then the builders start to slow down a little bit because like they did back in like 2018 and again for a brief period this year. But for now, though, the low inventory means housing starts have legs to move higher. And they keep this rule of thumb in, in mind for the future. You get below 4.3 months, the builders are very excited. 4.4 to 6.4 months of supply, the builders are okay. But then if you start getting above that, like then all of a sudden, Houston, we have a problem. Right. And with this existing supply. So the existing home inventory is at an all-time low. We were at a 14-year low. Now we're at an all-time low. We had a temporary increase in housing due to the lack of inventories, uh, which quickly ended as soon as activity picked up after a couple of weeks of when we back in March. 
the unsold inventory now, like today, is at an all-time low of 2.5 month supply. 2.5 months. Like that, it that's is unbelievable where we're at. So the housing economic mindset really starts from 1996, as mortgage rates are much lower now than they were previous day, decades. The monthly housing supply for existing homes has gone above six months during the bust years after the bubble of 2006 to 11. We had a lot of forced selling during that time due to bad debt, quality for the lines. You know, this period was also low in the prime age labor force market. So there was a demand was soft during 2006 to 11. But of course, today is a whole different story. The demographics are better. The mortgage rates are lower. Our homeowners on paper look better. You know, I'm going to have to come back to this again next week. But demand right now is not an issue for both existing and new home sales. So, however, higher mortgage rates are fractured, that could kill this stuff. But we'll talk a little bit about it next week. And I'll talk a little bit about what happened back in the days compared to what's happening now. But we got to get to Dr. A. So, we'll do part two next week on what to do to get more inventory all right that all right. sounds great mark yep that was a great topic and we definitely need to address that but right we'll now do. we have dr abelson on the line with us and he's going to go over dealing with stress during the covid shutdown part two yes doctor are you there i most certainly am how are you guys i'm good and that segment you did was like really good at talking about the stress last week and then during my week and actually, in my household, <laughs> all of a sudden, my son and my wife are very similar. They think, you know, the louder you talk, the the writer you are, <laughs> or whatever the right term is. But and the, and then my granddaughter will chime in, and the volume goes up, and everybody's hollering at one another. And I said to my son, "Imagine if there was four more of us." And he just looked at me, goes, "I'd be killing somebody." <laughs> So, like, deal, dealing with this stress is, it's something, it's 10 months now. So, give us some tips. I know. Well, it's, it, it, it really is torturous. And, you know, and, and it, it's, it, it's interesting with the dynamic now with talk about the vaccination. Okay, because what's happening is I think people's expectations have gone up that, well, we're going to have the expect we're going to have the vaccination soon and all that kind of stuff. So I really don't have to worry about this stuff, because if, if I do get it, I can get vaccinated, yada, yada, yada. But what what people are realizing is there's going to be a pecking order for these and there's going to be significant stress and different types of pressures yep. as this vaccination comes out. I mean, just look at it. You know, there, there are going to be some people in a household that are of the are fairly old and they might have some type of precondition that puts them higher up on the vaccination list. Right. And then you have other people in the same household who are relatively healthy or healthy and they're not going to have it. So there's going to be this infighting in households regarding this. Yeah. And there might be people, some people who are more lax and some people who are less lax, you know, be, be, because, well, I just got the vaccination. I'm golden, you know, type of thing, because, the nice thing about the vaccination is the, the, the two the two most uh, advertised ones say they're ninety five percent efficient and effective, which right. is really incredible. And I had a I had a Zoom meeting with my doctor the other day, and I asked him how long do you think we get really back to normal 
even with the vaccination. And he told me a year. Yep, I, I would I would definitely buy that. So let's get into stress. So the so the issue is we, we need to be aware of how we're behaving. We need to be aware of what people's different behavioral styles are. And there's people like the three of us, okay, who are fairly decisive and fairly assertive with what our needs are, but there's other people who don't deal with that. So the people that are like us, that are fairly assertive, typically the way to reduce some of the stress is through physical activity. And that doesn't mean uh, having you know fights with your with your relatives that basically means to do some type of physical activity whether it be sports um, or whether it be cycling or whether it be you know exercising or calisthenics in the household something like that because that is a way to release some of that stress for the people who like to interact and talk with people you only got a you know, minute doctor just to, to you got to wrap it up go ahead okay and we'll do this again right. next week get too them. but finish here okay terrific well let me talk about the eyes Okay, the eyes are people who like to, to talk to other people. So if, if you're a person who likes to talk to other people, then go ahead, you know, and keep on planning those virtual wine parties, okay, or those virtual get-togethers. But be sensitive to others because you're the only one who's going to want to do that because it's getting old for everybody else. Yeah. So it's only going to be the people who all also like to talk and like to socialize who are going to want to get involved in those quote-unquote virtual parties. All right, let's let's leave it there. And then next week, let's continue this because everybody's dealing with this in different ways. And, yes. and I see right. people that are stressed out about this. So, so we're going to continue well, let me next suggest week. This to your, let me suggest this to your listeners, Mark, and that is you have an active website, you know, for the for the radio program. Right. If you have specific questions, just just email them to Mark and so he can bring them up and we can talk about specifics instead of, instead of these broad generalizations. Uh, now we can, we can really help you more effectively understand this and make this work for you. All right. Very good, doctor. All right. We'll continue this next week. Thank All you, right. Dr. Ray. Take care of you guys. All right. All very right, good. Very good. If you have any questions, you can email them to Mark at 8029.comcast.net or give him a call at 267-266-5501. You can also email me at deannekatsaris at comcast.net or give me a call at 609-605-7153. And a special thanks to all of our listeners and our sponsors in the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union for keeping us on the air every week. And tune in every Sunday, 9 o'clock, or listen to the shows on the podcast. So with that, have a great week. I'm Mark Cumberland. I'm Deanne Katsaris, your mortgage mom. You've been listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All, all positive. All, all the, the time. time. See ya. Thanks for listening to Good News in Real Estate, a Jacob Media production. If you're interested in learning more about the power of the radio hour, contact Joe Krause at 267-261-3428. This program is a paid commercial announcement and does not reflect the views of WPHD or its management. Today's program has been pre-recorded. When we make a profit, you see it. Better rates, fewer fees, and we give back to the community all the things that you want from a financial institution. Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours.